This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, except for it's still just me, uh, Ryan Stanger, Eugene Cordero, the mighty Eugene is still off shooting Tacoma FD or Tacoma Fire Department or one of those things. Uh, busy schedule, he's still off. Uh, answer questions on all things health and fitness. Uh, this is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind that we're not doctors and never claim to be. Not even when it's just me here. I'm not gonna make a wild, make a wild move and start claiming to be a doctor now that Eugene's gone, keeping me in line, not keeping me in line. Uh, we're just a couple of dumbbells. We love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Stanger back again, back from the dead. Uh, still fine solo, still by myself. Eugene will be coming back soon. I've got an amazing guest today. Good buddy of mine, a dear, dear, dear friend. We go way back. I haven't seen him in a while, so it's good. I get scheduled this uh, show to hang out with you a little bit. Uh, Mark Rennie is here. Mark Rennie from Fantasy Flicks League podcast. That's right. right yes. Yeah. New podcast. Brand spanking new. Brand new. What? How, how many episodes? Maybe like five episodes out? Six, maybe? Six? I don't know. Okay. Uh, tell, tell us a little, little bit about the podcast. Well, it's like for people who don't like sports like me, it's, and it does like a fantasy football element, but with the movies, it's like treating box office like a sport. True. Okay. Basically, we just do box office analysis, which, but none of us know anything. So right. we're just, just wild talking guesses. About, talking about the numbers, taking swings. As a, yeah. And then predictions and then just, you know, do you see anything that weekend? What'd you like? That kind of stuff. Yeah. So it, I guess it's... There is like a fantasy flicks league app. There is an, or it's a website. Or it's a website that Ryan Meharry. You and your friends can like make a league at the beginning of the year. Right. And like pick your favorite move, what you think was going to be the big hit, and you get points for box office, Metacritic score, and Oscars. Okay. And and Meharry, Ryan Meharry, former guest and friend of the show, he started that. And uh, he's, if you want to listen to more about the specifics of that, you can listen to his episode. But this podcast that you're doing is kind of a spinoff of that. Correct. And it ultimately leads to like kind of bigger pop culture conversations. If and... you can believe it, it's a podcast that has tangents. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe if it. If you can imagine, we don't stay on I topic very often. I can't imagine. Uh, well, movies, is it's exciting times for movies. There's a lot... There's out. good stuff. There's good stuff out right now. Have you seen anything? Yeah. So it's buzzed about movies. Um, I saw Stars Born. I saw Stars Born too. I thought I, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. What more do you want in a movie? I I knew what it was doing, and I was fine <laughs> to let it do it to me. You do. You just relax. I relaxed and let it happen. <laughs> let it put your arms behind yep. your head. It's one of those movies to where it's like you're like I, I I see what you guys are doing. Are you like me? Like within like five or ten minutes, you can tell whether you're gonna like a movie or not. Oftentimes, I am. I think, but this one, I was even. I was a little like, I don't know. I see, don't know I if felt... I can. I don't know if I can handle Cooper's voice in this. But I like that they called it out. Like, is Sam Elliott yeah. is like you're just doing my voice. Yes, <laughs> called it out, and you know, ultimately, like everything about it won me over. It just... I knew we were in good hands from the title reveal. Yes, that was a great... how it was just yeah. like quiet, but also huge. Yeah, and it walked across the screen. Uh, it was like reminded me of Flashdance or something. Uh, <laughs> sure, a classic. Yeah, there's a there was like a time there where they would just always do that 
that title, like Rocky did it, where the title just kind of walks across the screen. Flashdance did it. I love a great title reveal. Yeah. Like, do you see how I was disappointed in Halloween's title reveal? I haven't seen that one well, yet. Well, like, there's this intense scene, and it's like building, 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 and then it just cuts arbitrarily to the words, to the title sequence. Like, oh. what? No, you want, like, someone to, yeah. like, I wanted Michael Myers to rip someone's face off, and then you cut to the yeah. title sequence. Come on, give us something here. Give, give us something. Give us a cold open with some panache. Like, James Bond is the, oh. that's the bar for title I, reveals. I, lo- I was just talking about this recently, believe it or not. I but, believe it. <laughs> but I love that James Bond is, uh, was made in a time to where they could do this kind of ridiculous, esoteric, artsy opening. <laughs> sure. And now they they have to honor that. They can't go right. away from it. And then by artsy, you mean like projecting an image of a gun on a naked woman's body. Yeah, it's just <laughs> weird. They're all weird, you know? Yeah, yeah they, they make some more weird than the next. Like, I think like Quantum of Solace has a bunch of weird shapes and stuff. And <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Casino Royale has a lot of playing cards, maybe a little on the nose, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> What's it about? That's what we're putting in there, uh, all right? Casino, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Current. It's called Card Bond. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I, I, lo- I love a good title reveal, too. And uh, yeah, Star is Born, I enjoyed the hell out. I cried through happy moments. I cried through sad moments. It's those happy moments that get you more than the sad ooh, ones, isn't it? Ooh, we, yeah, she first <laughs> sings on stage. It's the best moment of the yeah, whole movie. I agree. If I, I was telling, I was telling somebody I can't, I don't think I could watch it again. It is very sad if you haven't seen it. It's worth seeing, so don't sure. let that deter you. But um I don't know if I could take myself through it again, but I could probably watch up until it starts to go bad. <laughs> sure. <laughs> up until his addiction really starts to take hold. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he's not pulling out of this nosedive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? So what else are you into? Do you like Halloween? I've heard mixed. I thought it was all right. I, I mean, it's Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing in it. Yeah. Uh, JLC, I heard, is amazing. <laughs> JLC. And I heard that it has a solid ending, which is always good I, for horror movies. I thought it was disappointing because did you see Big Little Lies? Yeah, yeah. That ending was so like cathartic. And like when they're all like, all the women are teaming up and like kicking Alexander Skarsgård ass, you're just yeah. like, yes, yes, yes. It felt like a, this huge release of like, we've been waiting to see this. And the Halloween one is just like a poof. Yeah. They assume he's dead at the end and then just walk uh, away. And you're wow. like, what? No, I wanted to see Jamie Lee Curtis like slice his head off. I yeah, wanted her to a like. Little, like a little bit of the original. Was that the boogeyman? In fact, it was or whatever. <laughs> Isn't that the last line of the. Uh, the sure. Doctor, I don't, you don't remember Dr. Loomis? Dr. Loomis, yeah. He, he was the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't. He was a psychopath with no soul. Yeah. But. Also, why not tell the police? Right. And yeah. should a psychologist be <laughs> chalking yeah. him up to be the mythic figure? Yeah. And just like, and just keeping it under wraps for some reason? I don't know. Seems a little, seems a little weird. I just saw Suspiria. I love Suspiria. Oh, the new Suspiria. Yeah. Um, did you like the original? I don't like the original. I think it's real boring. Oh, it's a snooze fest for you. But the <laughs> it's a new real, one's solid? It's two and a half hours. Okay. Tilda, so it's very uh, artsy, as they say. Okay. Uh, great clothes. Is <laughs> it more artsy than Bond openings or? Not it is quite. definitely more artsy okay. than Bond <laughs> <laughs> A lot of guns projected on Tilda Swinton. Okay. Wow. All right. I'll, maybe I'll see it. Uh, ballet, horror show. I wouldn't say ballet, more like, uh, it's like even worse. It's like contemporary <laughs> hip hop. Oh. It's, it's set in 1975, 71. Oh, it's I, a period piece? It's a period piece. Oh, wow. Mostly women. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of, I thought it was a lot of fun for a long movie about, if you want the inner politics of a coven, it's set in Germany in 1971. Yeah. This is right up your alley. Okay. Uh, a lot of our listener base. Um, I'm so, sure. Yeah. 
who directed that some bitch? Luca Guadalupe, you know the guy who did <laughs> Call Me by Your Name. Oh yeah, well, he's good, man. He's, he's a great visualist. Yeah, and uh, good, like he he is able to evoke feelings. I think really well. To, you know, a right. little, like doesn't take doesn't take much for him to kind of not a lot of words. You know, and you kind of feel. Well, what it's he's... all like. Did you ever watch like those old Merchant Ivory movies, like Remains of the Day, or yeah. like where it's all subtext? It's all what people aren't saying. Yes, like that's what. And I like that stuff because I think you know that's yeah. how people actually do talk. Like right. Except like when you fight with your partner, the fight's never about the fight. Yes. It's always about something. It's not, you know, but yeah. so I like that in movies where they're never saying exactly what they want, but like they're just, people just need, but they can't just say what they're feeling. Right. You like doing that in podcasts too, right? I do. I'm never, I have a lot of walls up. <laughs> I'm never going to open up. <laughs> never say what you mean. No. And often won't talk, you know. So Absolutely. People get it. You got to pull me out of my shell. <laughs> uh, okay. So and I'm trying to think what else I saw. I saw the Goosebumps sequel. How was that? I never, I never saw the first one. Would I be lost if I haven't seen the first one? No, they both suck, and the second one's worse. I never read Goosebumps as a. I never, I never, I was generation too old for that. Me too. I went right to Stephen King, like yeah. when I was twelve. Yeah, I was a Stephen much King too young. Man. I've read pretty. I'm a constant reader of Stephen King. Oh. Is what he calls his. Read, constant readers, people that are always reading his oh, stuff. Oh, I know. I've read most everything. I read the new stuff. I like it. Uh, but um, my kid reads some Goosebumps, and I've read some to him. Uh, it's often meandering crap. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> He's only written like 140 of them. Yeah. I think each one would be so well-crafted. But there's a lot of nostal nostalgia for people. And these movies are kind of like R.L. Stein expanded universe or cinematic universe. Uh -huh. You know, it's like all the kind of characters come together in them. And there's, there's a little bit of device to where his like unfinished manuscripts come alive or something. And I don't know. It's, There's some laughs though. They like they they cast some comedic actors. They got and, Jack Black. Yeah, and he's funny and fun in them. And uh, but I mean, I definitely didn't need to see the second one. But my kid was super pumped for it. You know, you you got to for I saw when my nephews were growing up. They were like living. We were all living in the same house or whatever. So I saw Toy Story two. I must have seen it fifty times. Oh yeah. How old were they? 18. No, they were like <laughs> two and three. That's the three. best joke. Why is <laughs> yeah. that the best joke? <laughs> the obvious misdirect. Uh, yeah, there's like a certain age, kids will just watch it over and over and what over What do you think again. it's because their life, They there's so much confusion in their world that they like, at least this I can rely on. I know exactly what is going to happen. I think there could be a certainty element like you're describing. I also think they're just like, fuck, I like it. You know it's good. Mean? It's yeah. fucking good. Guess what? This is good. <laughs> I like chicken nuggets and Toy Story 2. I mean, that sounds like a great afternoon to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Tuesday, baby. Uh, so then I'm trying to think of what else I've seen. Seen some... Um, Do you see The Apostle, that Netflix movie by the guy who directed The Raid? No, is that good? It's okay, but the action is like up there with like the... Like it has that intensity of the Raid oh, act, so but not a lot enough of it. I gotcha. It's very like Wicker Man, guy goes to an island where a bunch of religious nuts... And you fucking karate shits. Karate There's a lot of karate shit. Well, <laughs> all of a sudden they're doing karate fighting in 1920s England. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> fucking spin kicking cult leaders and shit. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Inward crescent king. I like it sometimes in those movies where like a priest becomes like a real badass and has like a machine gun or something. Or... Under like his robes. Yeah. <laughs> something. Holy water grenades. Yeah. Or like a crucifix sword or some shit. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, so what are some of the Stephen King books you're into? Oh, I just finished reread it. Oh yeah, I reread it too. Uh, it's great. I, you know what I have to say though, I don't know. 
I felt like I always felt like I had read it, but I may have just skimmed it before and read the scary parts because when I reread it, I was like, fuck, I don't remember any of this shit. But on the reread, I loved it. And I was actually sad when I was done. I was like, I feel like I've lived with these people. It's a real epic. A huge part of my life. (laughs) Right? I just had to let it go. Poor stuttering Bill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Denbro tottering around on the big old bicycle, you know? The silver? Yeah. High (laughs) yields. making everybody nervous. He's going too fast on this bike. That's dangerous. Left that out of the. Out I of the always movie. thought it was scary how they called Pennywise Bob Gray. Like that's one of his other names is Bob Gray. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Like he's like it's uh, I forget how. Like that's one of his other like identities and something about that just anonymous sounding name yeah. is so creepy, upsetting. Yeah, real creepy. I've read eleven twenty two sixty three. Oh, love that. Love one. that. Love that one. I loved Under the Dome. <laughs> I got to read Under the Dome. I haven't done that, but I read like Joyland. I read the Hodges trilogy. I've only read the first one. Oh, it, you got to keep hanging in there with yeah. it, because it, guess what? He makes a stab at Noir and says, fuck it. Those felt like his most, like, dad books. Yeah, but he but they go, he goes full king in them. Yeah. He comes around. He goes, uh, I won't spoil how, but it, it turns to magic realism. That's fun. Yeah. I didn't love, I didn't need Stephen King ri- trying to write like a 16 year old black kid. <laughs> like, yeah. That didn't quite gel for me. Yeah. I was like, you don't need to go so far out of your element. It's okay. Yeah. 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 We're not, we don't need that from you. Um, have you read his Stephen King on writing? I have. You, yeah. I read that when it first came out. Yeah. I loved it. The audiobook's great too. I do love how he keeps tagging on there, uh, the worst pain I ever felt in my life, <laughs> except for the summer of 1999 when I was struck by a car. Because that happened while he was writing that book. <laughs> sure. And so he like kept talking about like his ear aches and all this stuff when he was a kid as being the worst pain. And then he had to go back and then, you know, add in that he had gotten hit by <laughs> had a car. An update. Yeah. And it's always just like the same paragraph, except for when I got hit by <laughs> a car far. in the summer of 1999 <laughs> while walking on the side of the road. <laughs> Um, cool. All right. Well, that's good. And then, so how's the podcast going? Are you enjoying yourself? Uh, yeah, it's fun. I don't prepare anything. I just show up and talk. They, Michael and Mike and Ryan prepared the numbers and stuff. They've got bits and games and... (laughs) Sure, bits and games. segments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fun. I just like showing up and then give talk. I just like talking about movies. What's been the biggest surprise to you box office wise this year? Uh, I think so far, maybe Bohemian Rhapsody had like a huge opening. And not... largely considered not good, right? It was, but I saw it and I had a great time. Is it good? I mean, no, but it's fun. I also saw it in IMAX. He looks real. He doesn't look, it looks like a fake mustache to me. It's a real mustache. This move, if you want mustache per second, this movie (laughs) has more mustaches per second than any other movie I've ever seen. And he's got a real mustache? It's a real mustache. You can't fake a mustache this day and age. Uh, I saw an IMAX. Okay. If it's not real, I would have been able to pick that out in IMAX. Yeah. If if there's any uh, like format that you could pick out a fake mustache, IMAX. Oh, it's IMAX. Uh, and he, I heard he's great in it. He's great. Like yeah. the rest of the movie is just every like music biofilm cliche. Uh huh. And is there any truth to? I heard that Sasha Baron Cohen was in the works for it and developing it. I heard about. But that. then Queen was nervous because he wanted a more, you know, unflinching, unflinching look at them and Freddie. Well, this is all. It, that's probably true because the very the movie is very much no warts and all. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a very polished clean. They like have slight disagreements, but then it all works out. Yeah. And I I got to say sometimes that's fun, but I kind of like to hear the real story. They have a pretty interesting real story. I don't I don't know how that would hurt them if they 
right sh- showed some of the bad stuff. I just read there's like an article today I read on like Vanity Fair about like three Freddie Mercury stories that didn't make the movie and one was like he went to record with Michael Jackson like a series of duets. Yeah. And then he Freddie Mercury got mad because Michael Jackson brought a llama to the studio and he oh. didn't want to work with that. Oh, they got to put that in there. And then Michael Jackson was upset that Freddie Mercury did coke in his living room. <laughs> oh wow. So two world views. Wow. If they can't make that work, who can? Did he make the llama do coke? I hope so. <laughs> Maybe that's why they spit, because the drip, don't you get a drip from yeah, coke? I've yeah. never done coke. So I, <laughs> I've heard about the drip, though. That's that, And that's why they spit. You're right about that. Um, wild. So what do you think, uh, movie, what do you think is popular now for physiques in movies? Everybody's got to be in great shape now, Let's well, right? feel like the Marvel is the standard. When I think of like bodies and movies, like Marvel is like putting out... Everybody's buff. Everyone's super buff, but also... They're, all, they're always in a lot of clothes, though. Except for Thor. They'll find a reason to get him out of clothes. But he's, it's just sleeveless now. Well, maybe because he's, like, done it so much? Yeah, he's just like, you just get in my arms. That's it. I fucking <laughs> paid my dues. I did the second one no one saw. I feel like you have to be huge, but also, like, more flexible than Schwarzenegger. Yeah, they definitely move a lot better than Arnold. They're not, like, they're not the kind of stiff slower action here everybody looks really athletic you have to be buff but you have to have a neck yeah yeah you gotta have a neck gotta be able to move and you know do kind of like the standard marvel martial arts like a kind of vague martial arts <laughs> uh and then you have to be able to wear like a leather kind of outfit or some something. sort of leather plasticky plasticky leather thing everybody's got the same deal uh and I feel like nobody, though, nowadays, like, if you look at, like, Christopher Reeve, like, he now would be considered, like, average. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, our bar for what, like, looking good is, like, just by going off movies of and TVs is insane. Yeah. Like, Even, everyone, like, if you look at movies from the 70s, and you could get away with looking average and being a movie star. No, like, people, like, thought, like, Sean Connery was, like, buff, you know? And you, like, look at him, <laughs> yeah. he's just, like, just, like, a beefy guy. There's, like, <laughs> 70s buff. Yeah, they they did like thirty push ups a day, and that yeah, was it. Yeah, and drank like a quart of milk or something like weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, booze, fried and egg milk. on their steak. Yeah, <laughs> smoked. <laughs> well, I even noticed in um, Star Is Born, like Bradley Cooper's buff in that, and he's like an alcoholic. Yeah, what he's alcoholic th- has abs. Yeah, he's in the throes of his drug and alcohol addiction. <laughs> he needs a gut, yeah. <laughs> and he's like buff in the shower, like tan and stuff. I was like, yeah. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I, I get, I mean, it's definitely kind of, it's a romanticized look at all that. But everybody, I think, you know, just now people know so much more about nutrition that there's really no excuse if you have all the time in the world and access to trainers and, and a private chef, you know. You Absolutely. Can, it yeah. just comes to you. You could work at your house and someone makes you, I'd be ripped too. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what do you think about the uh, Miss Marvel uh, costume? Captain Marvel, Captain, you mean? Yeah, Captain Marvel. Uh, I th- well, there's the green one when yeah. it's like the Cree outfit. Yeah, from what I can gather. Then there's the classic red and blue. I think it looks cool. I'm like, I like that it's not like super sexualized. Yeah, I like me that too. it has like a that tactile, tactile, yeah. but tactile, it's th- tactical. That's the word I'm looking for. I think tactile works. <laughs> it's, I want to touch it. Yeah. It looks like there's fun <laughs> textures. <laughs> this part's bumpy. This part's smooth. <laughs> this part's fuzzy. <laughs> It's like the Pat the Bunny book. Did you ever read that to like a kid? I'm familiar. No. <laughs> Can't say I've ever read it. To... You ever read it to like a nephew? What about these Toy Story 2 kids? They never got Pat the Bunny. They were from more Uncle hungry, Mark? hungry caterpillar. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a yeah. 
He's eating fucking little bite of everything. This bunny? No, yeah, no, the uh, concrete caterpillar. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's insatiable. Yeah, he's eating. He starts with the leaf, and then he's fucking going to like linked sausages and shit. And (laughs) it's too much. Yeah, he's a glutton. Yeah, take a break. You don't need a fucking lollipop. What are you really trying to fill up, hungry, hungry caterpillar? What's empty inside, caterpillar? You're gonna be a butterfly. Just hang. Yeah, just relax. Yeah, it's gonna happen for you, buddy. Uh, but I think the Captain Marvel suit looks cool. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It's definitely in line with that kind of Marvel look. I do wish the colors and all the Marvel things were a bit more vibrant. Yeah, they have like, to like, kind of no, little... no, no, it's got to be cool. They're, you know, you can't do too bright of colors. It's got to be cool. Right, it's so weird. It's, it's like, like everything's a little muted. Yeah. It's fine. Is there fucking people in leotards? And shit? I like the Spider-Man costume. I thought the Homecoming costume was great. Yeah, it's kind of a return to form right. for him. You know, right? The bright red, bright blue. Right, and it still looks like new, a new take on it. What'd you think of that th- that movie, <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming? Yeah, I thought it was fun. I don't think it's as good as Spider-Man Two, but I think he's maybe the best Spider-Man. Yeah. He felt like, it's the first one that felt like a real teenager. Felt like a real teenager. Also, the problem that I had with that movie was the suit, um, the tech in Did that too suit. Much. It's fucking too much. It's like, like doing everything. Because I like that Peter Parker would invent his own stuff. Yeah. And this was like, he's like, oh man, I'm out of money. And she's like, do you need more money? And like, just <laughs> Downloading like, cash. Yeah, prints money for him. I was like, all right, guys. Because I like that Peter Parker was like, oh, I need money for web fluid, but I also got to get eggs for Aunt May. You know, <laughs> it's like, I was like, his problems were always very down to earth and grounded. That's why he's the best superhero. That's why Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. Yeah. Because he has all the same responsibilities and like uh, pressures as Batman, but none of the resources. Yeah. That's, and that's why you can't get into soup, Superman. Oh. Too, too easy for him. I like him when they treat him like as a godlike hopeful element. Yeah, more like don't um I, I like him like did you ever read the the All-Star Superman? Nah. I didn't I I've seen all the movies and maybe read like one one or two comics. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like him though. I mean I I like all the movies. Seems like the... a good guy. <laughs> yeah, seems good. Seems cool. <laughs> seems pretty chill. He's buff. <laughs> He seems pretty buff, pretty chill. The DC people seem more crossfitty than the Marvel people. You're right. That's a good. That's a good distinction. <laughs> I think it's the Zack Snyder element. Yeah, because like in the one, there's like Batman v Superman. He's like flipping tires. I'm like, I did that in a CrossFit class. Like Batman, Batman can't come up with anything better than flipping a big tire. No, and yeah, and like his the size he is in that that like kind of like a. Sl- uh, Superman suit where he's got to fight Superman. Oh, and like the metal one? Yeah, I mean, nice. it's like a 8,000 pound suit. It's, You'd be dead. It's too big. It's got to be like a big diesel engine strapped to the back. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy a tank at this point. Like, what are yeah, you doing? Why do you even need the suit? You put yourself in some kind of car thing. Like, or get a satellite and like fire a missile at yeah, him from... Yeah, you got to go remote. You, you got to go remote. And you got to go 2018, drain. Bruce. It's 2018. <laughs> go drone. Get Alfred to help you. He's pretty... <laughs> right. He's pretty good working from a command station, right? He does good work. He knows how to work a laptop. Yeah. I mean, he went from like, uh, you know, polishing banisters to fucking working a remote station. uh, What the job requirements of (laughs) that Alfred has. Not only does he have to clean this house, he also has to like, oh, invent an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. He's the real hero, if you ask me. Um, well, transitioning, we've we've made we made an attempt to transition into fitness. So we're I want to know about um I want to know about your journey as far as like where, like where you came from in regards to fitness. Where'd you grow up? San Jose, California. So San Jose, I think I knew that because um, I, I have some Northern California uh-huh. ties. Went to school out there. My wife's from San Jose. Oh. Uh, Cupertino. Sure. Home yeah. of Apple Computer. Right. <laughs> uh, so growing up, were you into, did you play sports? 
Um, well, my family did. Like, I'm the youngest. I have an older brother. And, like, my mom was, like, a big tomboy. My dad's like, a runner. And he played, like, on a soccer team, like, when he was, like, in his 40s. Like, it's a weekend. And my brother was, like, a wrestler and stuff. And they just thought, oh, well, kids play sports. So, like, they would sign me up for Little League when okay. I was, like, seven. And all I would – I literally – was right field and sat cross-legged ending on the grass and oh, picked so you, grass. So you just straight up sat. You weren't even trying to. I w- couldn't have been less interested. Okay. <laughs> and then I think I, before that I wanted to play soccer. Okay. But I just wanted the uniform. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom, we got there the day of, and my mom was like, no, you have to play. Yeah. I was like, but I don't want to. I just wanted the uniform. I remember really liking those shin guards. Shin guards are great. Yeah, I remember thinking like, those are, there's something cool you about You could that. kick anything. Yeah, and I just liked the way they looked. Sure, it's like a little bit of armor. Yeah, it's armor, and then like you could do like some people did them underneath their socks, and some people did really tall socks and would put the guards over the socks. And I like showing the guards. You like showing? Yeah, I like showing them too. What do I look at socks for? Rare chance to see socks. (laughs) Show (laughs) me those shin guards. Show me the guards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's kind of like a a cool samurai looking thing. Something, it right? really is. Did you ever art? have um, steel-toed shoes? Ever have a job where you needed steel-toed shoes? I uh, never had a job where I needed them, but I did have them. Oh, they're the most fun. Yeah. You can, like, Because I, if you're someone who like, bangs your feet into things, yeah. it's a real release. Yeah, you can demo a wall with them. and The yeah. only thing is like something really heavy falls onto your feet, they could like uh, slice off your toes. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it makes their steel in the toe. Yeah, so you could like bend like that. A, yeah, the steel can bend. and then like, Oh, fuck, dude. That's a bad... That's, that's a, a bad day. That's a bad day. That's a bad toe. day. That is you definitely a bad day. Think about how bad a stub toe hurts. Imagine getting the steel. From you need the, the jaws of life on your just your foot? <laughs> Get this fucking How boot embarrassing. Off. Get this caterpillar boot off me, all right? <laughs> Three firefighters standing yeah. around your foot. Yeah, I dropped an anvil on my foot. I need a fucking jaws of life. Uh, so you're, so, so soccer was no dice. I w- you love the uniform. I love, I, they made me play because they, like, for the season or whatever, but right. I was never, competitive sports have never, I'm like the person you don't want on your team because right. I just don't have that. Don't have the drive. I just don't have the, the, I just don't, it's, arbit- I like, if we'll win, great, but if not, it's fine. <laughs> so, like, like I'll try, but I'm also not going to like, yeah. like when we were like, I was at my brother's like corporate picnic and there was like a volleyball game and like one guy on our team was like really jazzed and i was like well i'm not gonna dive for a ball (laughs) why would i do that (laughs) his corporate picnic yeah what like uh what line of work is he in you don't have to say that it was an industrial supply company this is up in the north in sacramento area okay um i know sacramento area i went to sure high school out there oh really in rockland Oh, well, they live in Roseville. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. Have we lived talked there. about this before? I don't know. They've lived there since like 2001. Yeah, I know Roseville well, man. They're a new Roseville. New Roseville. The gentrified part by the nice mall. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The gallery. <laughs> not not the gallery. Uh, the, uh, I don't know. Whatever That's some sort name. of Westfield. Yeah. Something out there. <laughs> <laughs> Big old P.F. Changs and stuff. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love a P.F. Changs. Big yeah, what's the they got the big horses for some reason and the horses? A, there's a giant always giant horse statues at PF Changs. Wouldn't that make it seem like they're serving horse? You know, like a barbecue will have a pig outside. Um, I know what you're saying. It doesn't feel like that to me, though. It feels like they're feels more decorative. It doesn't feel like this is what we got inside. I mean, I'm one of those, but like I eat meat, but I'm like, well, once I've it feels stupid to say these animals you can't eat and these animals you can't. Because once you're eating meat, like, why bother? They're all, everything's fair game. Yeah. Yeah. I guess because maybe horses are more majestic or something. People have a hard time with horse meat. 
A cow what? can't be majestic. And they are. <laughs> I, you're right. You're totally right. I mean, why why draw the distinction? I've heard this brought up before. Well, you know, you don't eat dogs. Well, why not? You yeah, know, but why not? Uh, isn't there like horse meat and like cheap dog food or something? Is that probably? A Have you heard that before? I've heard that. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Dogs don't care. <laughs> if dogs don't care, why should we? Yeah, that's that's an interesting way to look at. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've never been into sports. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've got uh, people should look into your. Uh, you do a lot of dog philosophy stuff. A lot of dog. It's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you, you make some good points. Live life like a dog. Yeah. Uh, so, so high school rolls around, you're still not into sports. Nothing. I was always pretty like average body wise. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I never, and then I got hit 25 and then my metabolism slowed down and I put on like a lot of weight. So you kind of naturally thin growing up or just normal? Set, just normal, let's, let's I would say. say. Did your, and your, you said your parents were healthy. Did they have like healthy food at home or? Not really. My dad would sit in his chair and like eat a block of cheese, but then he'd run like a marathon that week. Like he's like a big runner. So okay. he'd be running like just a running 10K every week. Yeah. He needed the cheese. To... <laughs> I just remember him eating like a block of cheese. And like, I, I remember you telling me like uh, you'd go to marathons and like people would be having like standing there with Gatorade cups. But for your dad, you guys would just give him string cheese, right? Exactly. As by. But I would light the fire that he needed. <laughs> Sometimes a cup of queso. <laughs> Nothing like a hot cup of queso when yeah. you're running a marathon. Right. That kind of like that Dixie cup of nacho cheese yeah. that they mm-hmm. do. Yeah. The tortilla rounds. Uh, so dad's wolfing down cheese. Dad's wolfing down cheese. My brother's working out. My mom's like goes on long walks, but it just never, I never occurred to me yeah. to exercise ever. Right. It wasn't until I moved down here in like 2001 that I actually joined a gym. And, and you and I are pretty close in age. I'm trying yeah. to think. Like, so low fat was kind of going on back then. You could get a lot of low fat stuff. But like carb thing, I didn't start, even really start thinking about carbs until like college, I don't think. Well, I remember like the South Beach diet or like that was like yeah. huge. The whole thing of like no carb diet. Like, well, what do you eat? Yeah, because I remember thinking like pasta's bad. Right, because I remember my dad would always eat. We'd have spaghetti dinners before a big race. Right. Is that still the philosophy you're supposed to do? I think you can carb load, but there's, you know, it's not as important as it used to. You know, they talk about like being fat adapted and like, you know, using your own fat as a better source of energy. Oh, boy. um, But I mean, you know, some of those people that that are doing those like big races like that, you know, need uh, carbohydrates to take in. And they'll even do like carbohydrate paste. Paste? Yeah, during the race, you know, to kind of, you know, as like a nutritional supplement. You know, this is like this is like the ultra marathoners. That you know, seems wild. That's like uh, that. What's that? Soylent. Yeah, not a soylent. That feels fan. like people who are like, I am a machine, and I will treat myself like a like. There's no passion in your life. You don't like flavor. Yeah, and I was talking to a guy, another podcast I did, uh, and he was saying that like it really helped him a lot because he doesn't enjoy eating, and so he would just need. That's so weird to me. I know. It was It's like not enjoying like music or sunshine. <laughs> I know. I know. I I was completely unable to relate. I had to be like, "Oh, wow. Well, good for you." Dude. I just want those people who don't like hearing sound. <laughs> you know. One of your five senses, you just choose to shut off? Yeah. Actually, a big demographic of our listeners is don't doesn't enjoy sound. Yeah, but they've I've managed to crack through somehow. Well, just read those episode descriptions. That's yeah. all they need. <laughs> Uh, we don't get credit for those. And I'm tr- I try to tell our sponsors, I'm like, look, we have a huge demo that doesn't like sounds, but do, re- do read the descriptions. Please, uh, consider that when, you know, writing the check. Uh, <laughs> okay. so, um, 
So yeah, so college rolls around. College, 25, 25, you said. I did, started, I moved down to college late in life, I guess, 25. I, st- I went to an art, a film school down here. Oh, in LA. So when you move out to LA, what'd you do? Take a couple years off, find yourself, back? Yeah, I think I, I, looking back, if I struggled with depression a lot, okay. <laughs> lack of motivation. Yeah. Um, probably that was, I spent like three years at a junior college. Okay. De Anza in Cupertino, California. Yeah, no, De yeah De Anza, I went to, sure. did the film program there and then I just applied to... How was the film program there? Uh, it was fine. I don't remember. Did you get anything out of it? Did I remember like the lectures were good. I remember like I learned how to read film. Okay. And like watch a film and like break it down, like the themes of it. And like, okay. um, I think it helped me like my film language. That's the most thing I got out of it. Yeah. That. So fantasy flicks podcast is cashing in on that. Thank you. That De Anza Junior College <laughs> Education is finally paying off. God bless you, De Anza. Thanks. <laughs> Thank now I can you. be a professional broadcaster. <laughs> Hey, Halloween, better opening, you dum-dums. <laughs> you really captured my voice. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm Mark Rennie. Uh, listen, let me tell you about Halloween, you dumb fucks. <laughs> like listening to a mirror? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, got a, I got a talent for that. I'm like uh, like Rich Little. Rich right? Little or the Frank DeCaro? No. Caliendo? Frank Caliendo. Caliendo, yeah. Yeah, you just need a Vegas show. Yeah. Everyone just sounds like you dumb fucks. <laughs> uh, people would go. People Absolutely. Would, people would go. Absolutely. Especially like if it were at uh, the Encore, like one of the nice new ones. Oh, I haven't. Is that in the Wynn complex or the it's Aria? One, there's like, it's one, I think it's, there's the Wynn and then there's the Encore and then Aria is another one, but it's in line with how nice and new those ones I are. I went into the, last time I went to Vegas, we went to the Aria and it, like they piped in a smell into the whole mall. Ooh. It was weird. Did it smell good? Not really, because it smelled artificial. Yeah. Like it smelled, but like it was meant to be like a, I don't know, I'm sure yeah. that's some sort of psychological thing. Like this yeah. makes you co- more conducive to buy a fossil watch. You're like, here, smell cancer. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm dying anyways, might as well gamble. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, yeah, that is weird where they're, ju- like they're really hitting all the senses it's there. too much. Um, but it is, it is a nice place though, right? Sure. The fucking like fountains and shit outside and like uh, the waterfall wall out in front. Is that Doesn't Aria have that? I think so. It's been so long since I've been there. I like walking through the new hotels and seeing what the deal is. Yeah. They like, spend money. The Wind Buffet is very nice. Yeah. Like there's walls up in it. So you f- each it doesn't feel like you're in the MGM Grand feels like a cafeteria essentially. <laughs> right. But the Wind one, they put up these nice walls. It's, they probably yeah. spent $50. Yeah. You feel you like, oh, cl- this feels more intimate. Classily gorge yourself. Yeah. If you're a crab leg as big as your arm <laughs> <laughs> human sized crab leg uh so so yeah so deanza you're you're feeling a little bit of depression maybe not working on yourself as much wasn't working on myself at all kind of white knuckling it through life absolutely not even uh aware of my own emotions yeah and and so i want to get to now so i'm not not now but i want to get to la but we're going to take a quick commercial break so we'll put a pin in that uh, we got to keep the lights on here in the weight room. So we're going to take a quick word from me, uh, talking about our sponsors, and then, uh, we'll be right back with some more dumbbells. So stay tuned, everybody. What's up, bell babies? Uh, real quick, big stanger here. Uh, I want you guys to, to love yourselves and take care of yourselves and, and snack healthy and eat healthy 
And people ask us all the time, like, what's a good hack for that? What's a good trick? Well, this sponsor that we have, RX Bars, is the way to do it. It's a protein bar. And they're really like a step above because it turns out, guys, that actual good ingredients taste really good. And these bars couldn't be more simple. Um, There's no artificial flavors or colors or preservatives or fillers. Um, They're just literally like egg whites, almonds, and, you know, dates and whatever flavor that you're eating. They say it right on there. They even joke that there's no BS. And it's true. And Eugene and I were eating RX bars even before they became a sponsor for us. And they're great because, you know, people like are are busy these days. You got stuff you're doing. They're good breakfast on the go. Um, You can have it as a snack in the office, um, push you through your 3 p.m. slump if you need a little energy. Um, They're individually packaged so you can just throw them in your gym bag. They're good for pre-workout snack because they're not going to like like weigh down your stomach too much. And they're also good for a post-workout snack because of the protein involved. There's 14 delicious flavor varieties. Uh, We got mango, pineapple, chocolate, hazelnut, peanut butter, and berries, chocolate, sea salt. My personal favorite is chocolate sea salt. Uh, To me, like it evokes a feeling of eating a brownie, um, but like a healthy brownie that you don't feel like a total chump for eating afterwards. You ever feel like a chump after you eat a brownie? I do. I'll look at myself in the mirror and like think, why'd you eat that brownie, you big chump? Uh, Do you guys still say chump? I feel like we should bring that word back. But anyways, anyways, chocolate sea salt is a good no-chump brownie substitution. Maple sea salt, apple cinnamon, got seasonal flavors too, so check those out. I mean, I can't I can't say enough good stuff about this company. They've got they've got protein bars for kids, uh, which is amazing. You've got to try their nut butter flavors too. They've got a uh, honey cinnamon peanut butter, regular peanut butter, they're squeezable, so that makes it convenient. And it's the same kind of philosophy that they have for the bars. So those, and I think those pair well, really well with like fruit, rice cakes. You can throw them on pretzels. You can even throw them on cheese sometimes if you're a real freak. If you're a real freak show like me, you'll put peanut butter on cheese. I've done it before, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I want you guys to save 25% off your first order. And the way that you do this is you got to visit rxbar.com slash fitness and enter the promo code fitness at checkout. This is valid in the U.S. only. So it's only for our U.S. listeners. But check it out, rxbar.com slash fitness and enter the promo code fitness and you'll save 25% off your first order. You cannot beat that. So take care of yourself, eat good snacks, and enjoy your days. And we're back. So where we left you, Rennie, you were were in De Anza, you're making the pilgrimage to Los Angeles. Yes. You're about 25 years old. You come out to LA and then you start to... Uh, Well, I come out of the closet, which was a big deal. That's, yeah. Uh, Well, not really. I guess it was actually the... uh, It's not related to fitness, but I guess it's related to my own self-awareness. Yeah. I mean, I think... I suppose. I think if if you have something like that and you don't that's hanging over you, it's hard to start working on yourself. Right. Well, I guess it's about dealing with myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. addressing the elephant in the rooms. And I'm not talking about my weight. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I came out and I always knew it would Good be... Good stuff, man. Thank you. Good stuff. <laughs> I always knew it would be... I always knew coming out would be fine because I always knew my family would be supportive. And that was never an issue. I was blessed to like have a very supportive family. And like, so that was all non-traumatic and very... 
But it's still hard, right? I mean, it's interesting, right? The psychology of it. Even you in a situation where you right. knew you'd be supported, it took you time to be able to do well, it. Well, I helped moving away. Yeah. And like moving away from home. And like, I was remember driving in a car with like some new friends I made at film school, like two other gay guys. And like the guy in the back seat asked like, well, you guys are both gay, right? And then my other friend in the front seat says, well, I am, but I don't know him about Mark. And I said... I really can't talk about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) But then we went and saw a movie. After the movie, I said to my friend, yes, I am gay. Oh, good. So I came out to another person and myself all at the same time. That's neat. And then a few months later, I came out to my family. My mom wrote a poem that night. Oh, Jesus. She sent it to P-Flag. It was like, she was like, she loved, she'd always loved gay men. And like, so she she was thrilled. Oh, wow. (laughs) Interesting. She still says, I hope I, she used to say, I want you to date someone really flamboyant. (laughs) I'm like, all right, I'll do what I can. I'm not enough. (laughs) I need a boa. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But anyway, my other friend, like he would work out. So I would start going to the gym with him. This is in LA now? Yeah, this is now in LA. So what film school is it in LA? It was Art Center in Pasadena. That's okay. where Michael Bay and Zack Snyder went. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, <laughs> so very... you would think macho, machismo, yeah. that's me. Yeah, I think of you definitely <laughs> in line with them. Uh, so what um, – I'm trying to think. It, even now – so I think like as like a like a, a cis white male, straight white male. Sure. It's easy to say like, hey – everybody's fine. You know, it's fine. You can come out like it's easy and it's still not right. I mean, well, it's, it's all, it's all, well, some people have families. They can't come out. Some people yeah. are living in towns where people are very intolerant. Like everyone's journey is different, but it's also, you have to come out to yourself and yeah, it's also, you're maybe not just gay. Maybe you're bisexual. Like it's a, yeah. it's a spectrum. So it's just a f- act of figuring that out. You just kind of have to do the work, but also ultimately you have to love yourself for who you are. Yeah. And I think even now, just kind of being forced forced into like a binary system, which it still largely is, right? It's Absolutely. Like, yeah, the two genders and then like, you know, gay or straight. Right, because even gay people are like, what's bisexual? Like even gay people sometimes don't think bisexuality is a real thing. Right. Or gay people can be intolerant to the trans community, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. So it's it's not it's it's still not easy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think yeah, you're right. It's more than even just coming out to like your family or your friends or whatever. It's like figuring out to yourself like what what am I into? Right. Yeah. Because there aren't a lot of like role models of like children struggling with their own sexual. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, absolutely. And that's the you know that's the age when you're figuring that stuff out. And it's 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 uncomfortable for people, especially with kids. Yeah. I know. Like it's it's getting a lot better. Like my son's in school, and there's like there's some non gender conforming kids. That's great. And yeah, and it's, it's, be- I mean, everybody at the school obviously handles it right, but it's still some parents that are a little bristly around it, you know? And it's just like, fuck, what do you care? Relax. How does it affect you? Yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> Nobody's going to fucking kick down the door in your little valley house and, right. you know, force you to do anything you don't want to do. All right. <laughs> right. You fucking dummies. <laughs> punch them in their jaws. Yeah. I'll punch you in the, I'm Mark Rennie, <laughs> goddammit. You shut your face, you dumb fucks. Uh, so, so you start working out with your buddy that's going to the gym. I did. And then I dropped like 50 pounds. I dropped like 30, 50 pounds. I like was like 
slender, I guess I would say. Is this your first gym experience where you're like lifting weights and doing cardio and that kind of thing? Yeah, mostly a lot of elliptical. And then I would kind of figure out, I guess I'll do this machine. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did like today I'll do the arm machines. And then today I'll usually did a half hour of cardio and a figured out what to do with the I could do arm machines the one day and then the next day I do leg machines. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean that's not that that logically makes sense, you know. I mean Sure. Yeah. Better probably better to have more of a plan, but it's a good way to it's a good way to <laughs> start, you know. If you're kind of intimidated, you know, you can just kind of look and they'll say what the what the machine's for and you can just kind of break it up. Right. But yeah. like it was this 24-hour fitness in Pasadena, which was underground and dark. So yeah. it always smelled like a sauna no matter where you were <laughs> right. in the gym. Yeah. So it was, just kind of, it was just kind of bleak. Yeah, not compelling. It wasn't a compelling place yeah. at all. And you think, oh, gym in L.A., it's going to be great. You it's going to be amazing. Nope. There's George Clooney. <laughs> There's Amanda Bynes. Get that bottle out of her hand. No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How dare you? Well, she's, doing, was, she's doing good She's now. doing great. Yeah. She's doing fashion. She's in fashion now. Is she? Yeah. She went to the Fashion Institute, and I think she's turned the corner. So it's good. good you know, that. more power to her. Yeah. She did get the bottle out of her hands. Thank you. Uh, so... So when and you drop a bunch of weight, are you changing your diet all during this time? Have you thinking about that stuff yet? <laughs> Not really. No matter what, I've whenever I've worked out, I've never changed my diet that much, and I still would lose weight. Okay, so you respond really well to exercise. Uh, that's what I've been told. Yeah. I told in high school in our PE class, our um, one of the instructors said like, "You have a good frame." And I was like, "Thank you." I don't <laughs> hitting on me. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, not for nothing. You got a beautiful frame, you beautiful boy. <laughs> Thank what? you. Thanks, Coach Brewer. Thank you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know how to take that. Yeah. You don't have to do the mile today. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was always the slowest at the mile. 12, 13 minutes. <laughs> I would often throw up afterwards. Oh, yeah. Mile is brutal. It's the worst. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would try hard at it. I, I got like a... I trained for it, I think, in high school because uh, I wanted to make presidential fitness or whatever. Oh, And it yeah. gets, like, crazy hard. Like, you got to do, like, a sub six-minute mile or something, like, in high school. Is that and, possible for, like – because you're a taller person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you just have do a, it. You that's can, just more body to move around. Yeah, you can do – I mean, you – you can do it, you know, yeah, if you train for it. Because, like, if Andre the Giant was in, like, perfect, like, <laughs> slender, aerobic shape, would he be able to do a six-minute mile? Uh, God, I, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We'd have to exhume the body. Would his knees just, like, explode or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised it's not a legend about him. He could drink a barrel of beer and do a six-minute mile or something. <laughs> sure. Aren't there a bunch of stories about him doing that kind of stuff? Probably, like, eating a watermelon like an apple or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I <would> imagine. <laughs> That's the funniest <laughs> legend ever. Uh, can you eat a watermelon like an apple? <laughs> you show him, Andre. <laughs> What's your fondest memory of the giant? Well, I've seen him eat a watermelon like an apple. Got to be fucking level one. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so that, so that, so this kind of starts your relationship with fitness. And it then does. is it off and on for yeah, you? Yeah, because then I would stop going. I would stop paying the gym membership and I wasn't going enough. Results you wanted and kind of yeah, hang back then, for a while. Right. So then I stopped going for years. And then I, a few years later, I was like, this isn't now I'm in maybe 10 years ago, uh, 
35 now or so. I was like, I want to like be able to run for 30 minutes without stopping. Yeah. Because I'd never been able to do that. Yeah. So I did, got that app, like the couch to 10K app. Yeah, it's good. And I did that and it really did work. Yeah. I was like, because I need to be told what to do. Okay. So you don't know what to do. Yeah. Better to uh, right. a little bit more accountability and some yes. structure. and I, Or just if you tell me what to do, I'll be able to do it. Gotcha. Um, so then I did that and I was just jogging regularly and that was fine. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. And body held up doing that, knees and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I've never really had any knee or ankle okay. issues. It didn't bring back... Uh, fears of the 12 to 13 minute mile or anything not anymore no, no. well they eat that's the nice thing about that they ease you into it oh they ease you into it yeah <laughs> you so, spend a lot of time walking you ramp up to it absolutely okay and then i stopped that for a few years then i got a job where i uh i was making some nice money and i joined a crossfit gym how'd you like that I liked it except for the running because I, I only like running when you're just doing the running. Yeah. They would do these workouts at the end where you're like, do 30 burpees and then run around the block. I'm like, are you joking? Yeah. So it was really the, the cross fitness component of it that you didn't like. <laughs> right. You didn't like combining them. <laughs> like if I could bike for like five minutes, that would be better. But just running, I was like this because I was always the slowest yeah. runner. I was like, this is the worst. Yeah. Anybody there complimenting your frame? No. That's so I stopped too. going. Yeah. I did throw up once, though. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> Went good. to the bathroom and threw up. Yeah. But even then, I was never changing my diet that much, but my body would still like- You responded pretty well My body to responded well to exercise. Um, what Of all the stuff you've tried, what did you enjoy the most? I like weights. You like enjoy doing the weights? Yeah, I like weights the most. Okay. I thought weights were fun because I never got like that uh, cardio exhaustion where you're just like where you want to die. Yeah, well, you, didn't, so much you of, didn't dread it. You didn't dread <laughs> right. going to lift the weights. Well, I'm doing this, like, I still jog now and then, not like I should, but um, I so much of running is just a mental game. Yeah. Of, like, you got to get through those first five, ten minutes of your body screaming at you, this is awful, this is awful, this is awful. Right. So it's so much of it is, and I would realize the other last time I was, <laughs> I also sometimes get a little stoned before I jog. Really? I don't know if that's, that's cool. good. But I realized that last time I was doing it, like, I'm just, like, have my head is hanging down, and, like, I look fucking miserable. I'm like, <laughs> What are you doing? Like, put your head up and like enjoy it. Cause like I run like along the LA River. Yeah. And it's like gorgeous over there. Like, enjoy this beautiful day. And like yeah. you have 30 minutes to do this. You yeah. might as well enjoy it. Like no so, no sad running. You couldn't because I was like, it looked like I was a beaten dog or something. Yeah. I was like, you want to look like the crew or the uh the uh what's it called? The Arkram uh trucking cartoon you know, big feet out in yeah, front yeah, 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 yeah big strides yeah big strides yeah, yeah going after a woman's big old butt or something like <laughs> yeah that. that's the arkram yeah. yeah he's got weird fetishes yeah some racist stuff in there absolutely some, very problematic yeah i do love that documentary that's amazing that brother oh my god <laughs> when you learn arkram is the most reasonable one. Oh yeah or you're just like oh give me some more arkram because he's <laughs> these guys are freaking need some, me I, need, out. I need to be take a shower which which brother the one that that went crazy. That kept writing the like he drew. He oh yeah, because he was the one that they loved. Those the mo- he said the most talented. But by the end, his comic strips were so like the drawings were so small. It was just like nonsense written. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the other guy that just like assaulted people. Basically. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> he's Crumb Brothers. Yeah. Uh, I do like looking at his stuff though. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's iconic, right? Compelling. <laughs> uh, so. 
Yeah, so you enjoyed the weights. Is that and so is that, are you doing weights now? Have you I'm not found... doing anything. Well, right now I'm like underemployed, I would say. So okay. like I would take a class if I could because I find classes and like that structure and something about paying for it also mm-hmm. makes you go. So I'm yeah. not doing I would like to do but I don't have anything at I mean, I guess I do have roommates that have a weight bench, but I don't know what to do. Right. So, and I feel hard, I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Uh, what, and you said you wanted to, you have some questions. What do you want to, did you want to ask? Oh, sure. Well, like, what do I, <laughs> not I to realized, put you on the spot, but no, I, it's are fine. you looking for stuff to do at home or? Well, I, my main, th- I realized the other day I went grocery shopping Okay. and I bought three different bread items for breakfast. <laughs> I bought like sourdough bread, pumpkin bagels, and then bran muffins. It's like, why am I buying three different cars? And then I couldn't eat all of that in pumpkin a week. Pumpkin bagels? Well, it's the what season. The, what the fuck is, what is it? <laughs> it's just a pumpkin flavored bagel. You know, pumpkin is Trader Joe's. How, how much pumpkin flavors in that? Uh, Less than a latte. Okay. <laughs> More than a seed. <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Right. It was a light pumpkin. It wasn't it's like like a little dusting of pumpkin. A little dusting of pumpkin. Um, so I don't know, like what I it's don't like know. The equivalent yeah. of the aria smell. Exactly. Uh, pumpkified. <laughs> I bought a lot of watches after I had these bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Why I buy this flashy watch? I don't, it's not right. my style. But today, this is probably a terrible breakfast. Giant French cuffs for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> and a steak dinner. Mm. <laughs> Uh, this this do you tell me if this is a bad breakfast? Okay, so let's get into some food stuff. I had it was a sesame bagel, okay. sprouted wheat. That probably makes no difference. Mm, mm, mm. Then I <laughs> fried an egg, mm-hmm. put a slice of cheddar cheese, mm. had cream cheese on the bagel, Mm-mm. and then all. But I, then I had a sprinkling of greens. Mm. <laughs> uh, but oh, let me tell you, it was, was good. Sounds really delicious. I shouldn't be eating that though. I mean, I think that's a little carb heavy with the, I mean, bagels are carb bombs, right? There's just tons of carbohydrates in them. Uh, it depends on what you're doing and what you want. Um, and it's also, you know, I mean, the cream cheese is pretty moderate nutritional value to it. Yeah. Cheese, I mean, at least with like regular cheese, you're getting, you know, like your dad's wheel of cheese that he would eat <laughs> sure. every night while watching MASH or whatever. Sure, sure. Kojak, maybe. Kojak okay. reruns. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, you get a lot of protein, yeah. you know, and some good fats in there. Um, but just, you know, like Philly, we're doing like Philadelphia cream cheese, something like that. Whatever the Trader Joe's whipped cream cheese is. Yeah. Uh, so not, not a ton of, it's just kind of empty calories. It's just nothing. Yeah. The egg's good and the greens are good. I could probably just do that then. And, and the regular cheese that you're doing is good. I, I would oh, say. Oh, really? Yeah. Stick with that. They make like a little omelet then. Make an omelet. Yeah. Or maybe just, you know, and I'm not saying like... It just depends on what you want. If you want to get in some active fat loss, you have to start like looking at like your calories. You know what's weird? I don't really care. Like right now, my body's what I'm not in great shape. I don't think, but I'm also in the last few years, I've never been more confident either. Yeah, like I feel okay with like I feel good in my body. Well, you're right happy now. with your body. And I'm you're... happy with my body. I feel like yeah. I'm dressing better than I ever have. Like also, I have my boyfriend does a really good job of making me feel sexy, and it's been like the last year that I've started to believe it. Good. Like he used to tell me, and I'd be like, "Yeah, whatever, you lunatic." Yeah, you know. Why do you keep lying to me? Yeah, yeah. what is wrong with you? Yeah. Don't you see me? Yeah, break up with me, please, so that I'm right <laughs> yeah. about my self-loathe. Yeah. But now I've what well, also started like a year ago. I started went to, started going to a financial planner mm-hmm. and got my finances in order, and then that confidence in money then like snowballed into confidence in yeah. all other areas of my life. Yeah. So that's really been a real. So like I don't. 
I'm not an ideal. I wish I was in better shape, but I'm also very, I believe you need to be happy with whatever shape you're in at that moment. Yes. I, I think that's key. And you're also like, you're a fit guy. Like you, you, you look fit, you know? Well, that's very nice of you to say. Yeah. So I, it's, it's, that's why I'm like always reluctant sometimes if people are, you know, tell me I'm having a bagel for breakfast or whatever. It's not, it's not like what you described to me doesn't sound crazy. It <laughs> sure. sounds like a normal breakfast. It's just a matter of like what you want. So if you're like, Oh, I maybe want to uh, drop a couple of pounds or I want to, you know, cut the carbohydrates. I think I just want to put on muscle because I'm my, well, my boyfriend was the other day looking at an Instagram account of like hairy guy bellies. <laughs> so he he's <laughs> fine with a little belly. I'm fine with a little belly. <laughs> Uh, I always wondered who got that uh, Instagram handle. I tried. But you for tried it. so yeah. hard. <laughs> Even I went up to like thirteen. You know, hairy guy belly one, hairy guy belly two. What about hairy, hairy man guy... belly? Yeah, I tried it. Somebody's got it. Oh boy. Yeah, and they're they, of course they haven't fucking posted. They're just a realtor. Uh, they're that a, the realtor word, a realtor in, in South Carolina. They're not even in show business. <laughs> Need a house for that belly? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. So if you want to put on muscle, I would say maybe you know omit. Uh, or like do half of a bagel and then maybe add an extra egg to that or something. Mm. Um, and But you got to be lifting weights too. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so the weights are a huge thing. And the best way, you know, to put on muscle fast is to train legs. Really? Yeah. Because legs, you you know, legs obviously are, represent a huge amount of your muscle mass. Right. Just for everybody. It's the biggest muscle group you have. And um, and then they also, in training them, you get a growth hormone and testosterone response. Because, you know, in order to, you know, in order to use them and, you know, like the whole thing with weightlifting is you're trying to create, um, you know, an adaptation to take place in your body. Uh Right. So you're you're putting stressors on your body that it's not used to and forcing it to adapt. Like, oh, in order for us to, you know, be able to handle this burden that this person has put on us. Yeah. um, Or this, you know, this, this weight, this load, whatever it's doing, we need to adapt and put on muscle so that we're prepared for it. Okay. It was me giving your body a lot of agency. And so, uh, so legs is like, you start doing back squats and lunges and stuff. You recruit a lot of muscle fibers and then it's, it, it kind of like rallies all the troops. Like, all right, we got to like release some growth hormone. We got to up our testosterone and we got to like, you know, increase our muscle mass so that the next but time like we if do you squats. Just did squats. Your biceps won't get bigger. Well, I mean, technically you, you, You'd have to be, don't you have to be doing curls you or something? You do have to be doing curls, but you'll get some like overall growth on everything because yeah. you, you're increasing your testosterone and lean and your, uh, and growth hormone. Huh. Yeah. So you'd get the, you know, you'd get the best results if you were working your, out in your entire body while doing your legs. Yeah. But if you had to pick one, I would say legs, you know. I mean, yeah. I have a garage. Yeah. <laughs> So you could start doing some squats or some lunges out there. Even like just starting with bodyweight squats is fine. So if you do like if you do if you have a hike or something that you do yeah. or like you have your days where you're doing your runs or something like that, you know, start with just doing like four sets of uh 20 reps of bodyweight squats. Four that's 80. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Or start with 3, you know, to build up to start with 2. Sure. Even 1. I mean, it's, if you're going from nothing right now, right. you know, anything's an improvement. And uh and because you've kind of always or I would say not always, but like consistently 
not consistently, but you've been off and on. Right. <laughs> I'll just keep offering up the wrong word. <laughs> sure. Not consistently, the total opposite of that. <laughs> inconsistently? Yeah. You've been, I would say, consistently inconsistent. Uh, but I mean, you've been kind of, of life. like, yeah, you've been going like off and on with doing, you know, being in shape and not being in shape. I would uh-huh. say that you would get into shape pretty quick. So like if you, you know, if you started doing these squats, you'd be able to build up to, you know, doing two, three, four sets of 20 pretty quickly. Like in CrossFit, whenever it came time to do weights with the squats with the bars, that would be like my time to shine. Like, cause that's where you're strong. Yeah. Because like everyone I could, it took me forever to be able to do a pull up with using just one band. (laughs) I never got to the point where I could do it without the band. Okay. So the band, you use the band for assistance there. They, it t- takes a little I was off. using like three bands. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I was like a big, I'm a large person. Yeah. You know, I'm maybe not. I'm, you're not. So you're doing. I'm ba- a beast. Uh, you're taking bands from all the different regions. I was like, taking everyone's like band. Real band like, shortage. What's going I'm on sorry. with this? Yeah. And then I would spring through the roof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody had to. Uh, like uh, contribute to the war effort and like use less bands. <laughs> I need help, Gail. Yeah. Yeah. Give it up. <laughs> Rennie's doing pull ups. Yeah, right you up. weigh 110 pounds. You'll be fine, <laughs> honey. Uh, honey, you don't need no bands. Mark Rennie here. Uh, yeah. So I think, and then what? So do you know what specifically they have in the gay garage there? They got a weight bench. They got a weight bench. I think that's it. And there's a, a bike machine. So, and they have like a barbell on the weight bench. There is a barbell on the weight. Do they bench. have some dumbbells or anything? I think there uh, there might be. Yeah, <laughs> I've lived there a year. I should probably take a closer <laughs> take look. Take a look at that because there's stuff you could do with that. You start doing some lunges. You can start doing your curls there. I mean, you could do like a just a, like a basic kind of overall body. You don't need much to do that. Um, and especially like now that you're, you know, you're confident and comfortable in who you are, just do a little bit once a week, even. That's it? I mean, just to start with. Yeah. And then if you like it, add it in twice a week. It seems seems like you enjoyed the weights. I really did. Yeah. Because I was, I never dreaded it. I always felt like good afterwards. Yeah. And that speaks real specific to your wanting to put on muscle as your goal. Yeah. You know, so I would say you could up your protein a little bit and then add Mm. in a, a couple of days of weights a week, two days of weights a week. And then, uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of like a no stress thing. You're, you're not putting a bunch of pressure on yourself to do it. It's just, yeah, right. you start putting on some muscle. I enjoy it. Yeah. I never had a problem with squats. <laughs> yeah. Squats are great. <laughs> Anytime burpees, any, for some reason, the jumping is just exhausts me. Yeah. Well, that's any, like change in elevation stuff is taxing, you know? So, you know, step ups, burpees, all that kind of thing. We'll, we'll. I could do the steps, like where you jump onto the box. Uh-huh. I could do that, but for some reason, the actual just going down to the floor and all the way up to a jump. Yeah, it's a lot, and that's when you get that. That's when you get the kind of sick feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you get a hormonal response. And I that. hate throwing up so much. Like that's why I stopped like drinking heavily, just to avoid any hint of vomiting. Yeah, it's it's this weird thing now where like this extreme kind of fitness has come into popularity. I think it's gross. Yeah. And, and people think that like, Oh, if you're not feeling sick, like it's not a good workout. And I I mean, I've been a trainer for years. I can give people really good workouts without them feeling they're going to throw up. Cause how's that going to, Oh, I can't wait to throw up today. How's that going to motivate you? There's some people that, that some people that kind of get off on it. There's this like kind of, I don't know, 
sadomasochistic thing or <laughs> yeah, something, you know? Yeah. To where it's like, oh, I really want to feel like I did something. But um, but you're right. It can put a lot of people off to it. And then you get like this mixed negative neuro association with exercise because it's like, well, I don't def- definitely don't want to feel sick, so I'm not going to work out. Right. And then are you proud to have food poisoning? <laughs> like, well, now I'm just throwing it. You're just getting sick yeah. for the high. Yeah. It's like, what is this, Phantom Thread? Gross. <laughs> Did you see Phantom Thread? I did. Yeah. He's kind of an asshole, but so was she. So they deserve each other. Also, he liked getting sick, right? I mean, he was. was just... It was kinky. Like, yeah. you know what? They found out what worked for them. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only thing that could make him take a break. He, had he to needed have her, it. Yeah. Right? He had to have her dose him. He He's... needed to check him out. Yeah. Oh, just take me out. Because like he won't, he can't stop himself. Yeah. Give me the scoots for a weekend. and uh, Well, that know. is a thing. Like, my boyfriend and I are in couples therapy, and we talk a lot about like how one person emotionally regulates the other. Okay. And that is like an actual, like, no, you need to like chill out or you need to like get up. Get up. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. Phantom thread. Phantom thread. Uh, it's definitely on the, on everybody's mind these days. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I had another question. Yeah. Another food one. Sure. I love, I need a dessert. Which, yeah. And I, my go-to is always ice cream. I, I mean, I think... If you want to squeeze some nutrition in there, ice cream would be the one because you get you get dairies, especially if you're doing like a full fat ice cream. I am. I get I got that pumpkin ice cream from Trader Joe's <laughs> again. You're really tis the season. But lately, it used to take me two nights to get through the whole thing. Now I'm down to four. Okay, all right, that's good. Uh, <laughs> if you're looking for like a like a like a more calorie friendly, um, you know. I think like whole like whipped cream and berries is yeah. pretty good. Berries are a low sugar fruit. Uh, plus, you get a lot of there's a lot of health benefits. There's like the polyphenols and the catechins in the, in the berries. You know, antioxidants. Are, those sound like Pokemon to me. I don't know. <laughs> They're Pokemon characters, and <laughs> okay. you want them. Oh, big okay. Time. I got to get them all. Yeah, catch them all. Uh, challenge anybody to explain the real Pokemon game to you. My son, for a while, was <laughs> into right. it and got the cards. Yeah. Unclear on what anything is oh, or how yeah, you yeah. do it or what anything means. Marissa, do you know how, do you know how to play Pokemon at all? Yeah, Mar- well. Marissa knows, oh. knows how to play it well. Not the phone game. But it's like the, Magic the Gathering kind of thing, right? Uh, the card game or the video game? The card game. Oh, the card game I don't know. Oh. Card game, so, so card game she doesn't know how to – and that was the point that I was making. And Marissa's hip – and knows everything that young people are into. Sure. Because she's hip and young. I have a lot of friends into it, though. So she, it is a big thing. She does have a lot of friends into it. It is a big thing. Uh, and my son collects the cards, but cannot explain to me how to play the game. Does he know how to play the game? Not really. I don't know if he knows. He just likes the characters. But he'll, like, want to trade. Like, he divvies them up, and then we'll, like, kind of trade. And he's like, oh, you made a bad trade. And I'm like, why? He's Based like, look at your what? health. Your health from this guy, you know, Diglett or whatever their name Diglett. is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The game, I get, I get, I understand the game, but the the phone game, but. I don't understand any of it. I don't know. You know, we didn't wander around parks trying to catch Pokemon. It seemed like a big waste of time. <laughs> it, was, it seemed kind of fun. I, I never remember, remember when there were crowds of people going to the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, like walking <laughs> off of cliffs and stuff. <laughs> you idiot. That's Darwinism for you, though. Like, yeah. we don't need you around. Yeah. You know the guy that invented Segway drove his, a Segway off a cliff? On purpose? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Later, bro. And the uh, guy who invented Roomba a... sucked himself up? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's exactly what happened to that guy uh he's all right though 
He lives oh, in a little Roomba now, and he's doing fine. Well, that's, that, yeah. There's room. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Um, do you have a Roomba? We don't. And there's I dogs in our house. I want one, but they're, they ain't cheap. No, Some my brother got one, though. He got the deluxe one, because they have a dog and hardwood floors. It goes off every night. He loves it. He it's loves great. it. Kind I think it's worth an investment. Money he's making, you know. He's doing, doing good. Industrial uh, supplies. You know what? Or Get at Costco. Okay. Or Cos- wait. Yeah. Or Co- go, wait for Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday? They're going to have Roomba deals for sure. What is there like a Kirkland Signature brand Roomba? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's what you get at Costco? Oh, you ever tried those cakes? They got good cakes at Costco. Kirkland does? Yeah, the Costco like bakery in there. I I used to get the muffins from there. Back oh, when I thought sure. muffins were healthy. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm watching what I mean. I'll do a blueberry muffin. <laughs> 600 grams of sugar in there. <laughs> Some butter. Yeah, I have a little butter. I don't eat light. No, I'll skip the omelet. I'm going to do a, a muffin. I'm trying to watch what I eat. Uh, so, so yeah, so berries and whipped cream, because you get there's like uh, like a lot of good micronutrients in berries. Uh-huh. And uh, fiber, dietary fiber, good f- fermentable fiber, so that's good for your microbiome, like your gut, uh-huh. your gut health. And then, um, you know, and then you can do like, like whole milk whipped cream and that's uh pretty surprisingly light in sugar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so that can kind of satisfy a little bit of sweet tooth without making too much of an impact in your calories. Sometimes I would do like buy a big bar of like chocolate and just eat a square at night. That's good too. That kind of scratches that itch. Like you get it something. Does. Yeah. But and there's then, nothing better than ice cream. Yeah. No ice cream. And that's why I was saying that like whipped cream and berries kind of is in the is like an ice cream proxy maybe it's not as good right. but it's there. I'd rather have not I'd rather have something not that's not ice cream as opposed to that trying to something that's fake trying to be ice cream like a halo top thing I've never had it but the idea offends me <laughs> <laughs> like you're not ice cream don't try it's okay yeah just be something else phonies be a good granola yeah yeah i get that i so I would say, like in a vacuum, Halo Top and the and other... when I'm in my Roomba, <laughs> <laughs> there's room in there uh, with the creator got sucked in. Uh, I would say in a vacuum they can be good, but if you if you're comparing them to ice cream or you've had ice cream regularly, it's not going to. I taste. have ice cream regularly. Yeah, you'd have to like stop the ice cream for a while. Oh, so you forget what you forget. You forget what then, real love is. Yeah, you forget what the real thing is. Real love is, and then only allow yourself the halo top. Uh huh. And then it can be okay. It's like after your wife dies, you go get some mail order bride or some, some twenty year old. Yeah, exactly. this is close enough. Yeah, it's exactly that. Put this wig on. Yeah, hold me. I only want you to hold me. Uh, it was like memento. He's got to like hire the prostitute to like reenact oh, stuff for yeah. him. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Vertigo. Oh, Vertigo for sure. That'd yeah. be a classier reference. Well. <laughs> you are the movie That guy. DeAnza film education is paying <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Ice cream's, t- you know, ice cream's tough. Definitely look at it like a luxury. I wouldn't have it every night. <laughs> uh, I usually have uh, some sort of dessert every night. Yeah. Like, it's odd the nights I don't have, which probably isn't great. Yeah. I would. I would try to make and this isn't a hard, fast, immediate thing, but I would say try to make a dessert a privilege and not an expectation. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A treat. A know, treat. Not an expectation. I shouldn't, if you're treating yourself every night, it's not a treat. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, <laughs> That's right, life. this is part of my routine. <laughs> I got to get this in. I got to, yeah, yeah. Going over my daily goals. Oh, I almost forgot to have dessert tonight. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the chocolate bar thing. Get some good, yeah. There's There's some health benefits to dark chocolate. 
Mm. Uh, polyphenols again, catechins. Wow. Yeah. Good. Charizard. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly good for your heart health. Uh, Pikachu's in there. Good oh, stuff. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Get some Pikachu in. Nice. Uh, yeah. What What other dessert stuff do you like? Uh, I like a pie. I love mm-hmm. an apple pie. I love yeah. pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Okay. I love cake. I my the best cake is just the store bought like mix yellow cake with the fudge frosting that you make yourself. Oh yeah, the yellow cake with the yeah like Sara Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Betty Crocker. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sarah Lee's a little too bougie <laughs> for some reason. Is Betty Crocker less expensive? Probably. And it's like from the 50s. I feel like Sarah Lee's more like sweeping it in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having she, a glass of Chardonnay. Yeah. Yeah. She's having a nice uh, woody Chardonnay. Yeah. She's got like a pantsuit and like a uh, kerchief on. Betty Crocker's more like a Betty Draper, you know, like a repressed woman. Like yeah. I, she puts all of her energy into cake. Right. Yeah. She's <laughs> That's all got she a, has. She's got a permanent in. Yes. He calls it a permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, not even, they don't even abbreviate it to perm yet. That's No, it's a permanent. There. It's a permanent. Show some respect. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, cake stuff is tough. I mean, that's like pure luxury at that I know. point. Um, but yeah. And then like, you know, even like, even got to be even careful on fruit, you know, not having too high sugar of a fruit, especially like right before bed. I usually don't have fruit before. I'll have an apple as a snack. Apple's good snack. What time do you cut off your food at night? <laughs> um, when I fall asleep, I don't know. <laughs> when sleep takes over, <laughs> when I'm no longer conscious, uh, I don't know, like an hour. Like I don't like we'll eat till ten. Yeah, that's a, very I mean, late. Like having like a real late dessert is probably not ideal for your blood sugar. You know, probably not. I've always had high blood pressure, oh, even no matter what shape I was in. I always had high blood pressure, and not enough that they think that there there should be any kind of diet intervention or drug intervention. They, I would have on a drug for a little bit. Didn't like the way you make it felt? No, it felt well, fine. It didn't change anything. Okay. But then I went to another doctor and he said, I want to try my most recent checkup. He said, let's try to do it just through diet and exercise. Like, okay. Because he preferred not to have me on a medication. Yeah. And then, but you haven't been dieting or exercising? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Joshua Fleischman, I'm sorry, yeah. at Kaiser. <laughs> Did the, uh, the love and support of your boyfriend wasn't enough to bring the blood pressure down? <laughs> not quite yet. Okay, all right. Well, he likes McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Are you doing McDonald's? I don't as much. He likes it more than I do. Okay. What can you get at McDonald's? Anything? Nothing. Not a ton. I mean, Iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not sweetened. You could do like burger patties, but I don't think their burger patties are that good. Well, it's to all do. garbage. Like it's like uh, it's not. Even, you don't even enjoy. Like uh, the idea of McDonald's is always better than the experience. Yeah. Or like you never some, feel great afterwards. And like someone else's French fries always taste better. Yeah. Than Once the ones you get yourself. Commit to having them on your own. You're like, oh, this is too much. Um, I I think they use real eggs on their breakfast sandwiches. Oh. Yeah. Something to look into. <laughs> it's all garbage. I mean, it's trash. Yeah. I and think also, cr- I think they're cracking real eggs in there on their breakfast sandwiches. I have noticed, though, as I get older, I can't eat that greasy. Like, it yeah. really affects my stomach. Like, I've, I feel terrible after eating. I used to yeah. be able to eat whatever yeah. and feel nothing. And <laughs> feel then, no joy, no pleasure, <laughs> whatever. But now I feel awful. Just after bad. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is something, but maybe not always <laughs> yeah. what you want to feel. Yeah. Uh, big, found of the, big fan of the founder. <laughs> I I got through 30 minutes of it. You little, only got through 30? I enjoyed it. was a little sleepy it. for me. I'm a little, sorry. A little sleepy for I love you. Michael uh, Keaton. Yeah. He could do no wrong. I enjoyed it. I think it gets good. You should give another shot. All right. It I'll gets give it another going. shot. Will you watch Suspiria? Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch, I'll watch Suspiria for sure. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Uh, I'm with the inner workings of a coven. I'm- Oh. Yeah, I'm compelled. <laughs> a warlock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested. 
Um, okay. So yeah. So yeah, McDonald's is definitely like a luxury. I mean, there's, I would say getting like protein style burger from In-N-Out would be. That's fun. That, that would be the way to go. Yeah. They, but you know, and really they don't even do that much bun there. It's not, it's not, you know, they don't have that big of a. In-N-Out's not like a huge burger. No. Yeah. It's also not that great tasting a burger. Am I crazy? Oh, you don't like it. I do like it. I like it because it feels fresh, but it doesn't have that beefy flavor. You know, like a Shake Shack burger. Oh, yeah. The flavor, you taste it's the beef. Different price point, though. That's true. Yeah, because the, the patties are just a lot smaller at In-N-Out. That's true, but I've really gotten into American cheese lately. Oh, Because I think it melts the best. It does, but there's chemicals in there. Great. They taste amazing. Congratulations, Dow. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> you made a great cheese out of nothing. Uh, you're definitely getting into Aria smell territory. I'm it. eating Aria smell? Uh, yeah. That can't be good yeah. for you. They come in the uh, like the little like cellophane wrappers or whatever, individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it uh, melts the best. It does melt the best. Just like steel beams, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Is that a 9-11 reference? Probably. <laughs> Talk about how hot jet A fuel burns. Uh, you're a, uh, like a, uh, what is it called? Truther? You, truther, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I forgot what that was. I always like to tell people, said, that's not how a building like that would fall. Like, how would you know this has never happened before? Yeah. What's it supposed me. to look like? If I know anything, it's the you know, architecture <laughs> and uh, and uh, smoke points on uh, fuel. Um, isn't the guy that did the voice in Up, isn't he a truther? Ed Asner or something is oh he's like well he's like a real lefty so I think he's like one of those that's gone so far left you kind of start looping back around yeah to the right <laughs> yeah that is weird he's like probably like a real Bill Maher kind of guy you know yeah, yeah. where you're like shut uh, up uh oh yeah <laughs> I don't know if we're I you lost me you lost me Ed yeah um so. Yeah, so I would American cheese probably not the best Ugh, but I've just been oh. into it the last year or last what do you get like the big craft packages of it or some shit? I like it in restaurants. Oh, in, in restaurants. Like I asked for, uh, we went out to eat with my family and I got an omelet and asked them to use American cheese instead oh, of cheddar. Wow, really? It tasted, there's this place in Idlewild that made an omelet and it was like stuffed with American cheese and tater tots. Oh man. It was so this good. Sounds amazing. Um, I would say if you can like, see if you can redevelop a taste for just traditional cheddar. I probably can. Yeah. I mean, because I... it's, it's, it is, I mean, those are calorie rich foods. At least you get some benefit from, like, you know. Is there no non chemical version of an American cheese, like a real, I think it just doesn't makes, exist? What makes it like that is that, like, the, you know, is the stuff that they add into it. It's, it's processed. Wow. Yeah. So because it's processed, it has a better melt. Like, it'll, like, almost kind of liquefy. Hmm. Yeah. Can I ask you one more question? Do of we course. have time? Yeah, yeah, we got we got question. We got time. Uh we I, got question and we got time. As I someone who goes to the movies all the time, popcorn, I don't get butter on it, but there's still like a thousand grams of salt. Salt and they they pop it in oil. Yeah. So I, I mean you're taking a hit on the on the calories. I don't but again, I think it's I think it's a nice treat to be able to have. But I'm someone who goes to the movies three times a week. <laughs> so, so. I would say maybe, you know, try not to do it every single time. Right. Um, but again, I mean, like, look, you're happy, you're healthy, with the exception of your blood pressure. Right. The salt that you're having. Uh, <laughs> I think popcorn, I'm having a lot of salt. Yeah, is not great. Um, but I would rather see you do the popcorn than like uh, candy. Sure. Or like regular soda. You don't drink regular soda, do you? Um, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I like, not a lot. I like Coke Zero. 
Okay. But I usually only get a soda now when I go to the movies. Okay. Yeah. So I like a Cherry Coke Zero. So that's, but that's a d- kind of diet, right? It is diet. It's yeah. like fake somehow. Yeah. So, you know, and like people have their issues with diet and the chemicals and that, but I would say you're having it as a, a treat and- um, Three and times a week a treat. <laughs> You're going to the, consistently going to the movies three times. I a got week. this AMC pass. You can see three movies a week for twenty dollars a month. Wow, that's good. And you go to the City Walk. Every seat's a recliner. Wow, you can, can sit can through you anything. Use, can you use the um, except the founder? Can you use the IMAX? <laughs> right. uh, you can. Wow, that's legit. And that's like twenty. Those tickets alone are twenty dollars. Uh, you're just going during the day, so you don't have to fight with the City Walk parking, the Jurassic Park parking structure you don't that's right you don't want to go there on the weekend with no it's a real hellhole yeah who's <laughs> or during like hollywood horror nights or whatever right i went during that time it's uh man it's crazy over yeah. there i always get stuck in traffic on the 101 with that shit it's weird between that, that a... and the freaking hollywood bull people love when i go specific on the 101 traffic on this podcast <laughs> it really is a, a bottleneck though you're right yeah you're not a, wrong it's a nightmare you, this is a righteous anger i'm trying to get to i'm trying to get to ucb here's where it gets really relatable well any, anybody can <laughs> relate to they've got a they've got a friday improv show at yeah. ucb you just want to hit that gower exit yeah i want to hit gower i'm trying to get to gower and meanwhile there's fucking you know goddamn yahoo uh, seeing james taylor at the bowl <laughs> they're seeing james taylor they're seeing danny elfman at the bowl and fucking idiots going to hollywood horror night Ugh. and i and meanwhile i'm stuck there in my fucking prius yeah Who's going to this Raiders store? That's what I want to know at the City Walk. Yeah. How was that in business? Oddly specific for <laughs> yeah. uh, for Los Angeles, right? I guess they yeah. were here for like a year or two. I yeah, don't know, like thirty years ago. You would think once they left, it would fail, right? Yeah, because that real estate can't be cheap there. Uh, bringing listeners up to speed, Universal <laughs> City Walk is like a, a series of shops that are right outside. Universal Studios. Yes. They've got a bunch of restaurants. It's all like really kitschy stuff and kind of souvenirs and restaurants like Gump, Bubba Gump Shrimp. The Great and, Sock Emporium, yeah. that kind of thing. Or Bu- the Great American Sock Market, I think it's right. called. Buca de Beppo style restaurants. Yes. And they have, a, they have a Dodger store, which makes sense. But they also have a Raider store uh, for the Oakland Raiders football team. And years ago, the Raiders were in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yet this store still remains. Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Explain it. Uh, you want to help me answer a listener question really quick? I'd and love we'll, to. We'll wrap things up here. Uh, Mark, you've been great. I, I can't, well, thank it's you. Been, it's been lovely I've, having you. I've had a great time. Uh, so this is coming into us for our weigh-in segment. Uh, if you want have a question or comment that you would like to send to us, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Uh, this is coming to us from Aaron. Hey, Dumbbells, I've been a listener since the first episode, and you've helped me, ch- uh, you've really helped change my life. Please help me change my wife's. Uh, oh, boy. Whoa. This, this could be problematic. I started out at 313 pounds and just crossed the 250 mark uh, with the help of you guys and some bro science uh, and a whole lot of sweat. My wife wants to join the weight loss party. Okay, good. So she's involved in this decision. Sure. Um, and congratulations on that weight loss, Aaron. That's awesome. Um, and has asked me to put together a workout plan for her. I am by no means comfortable deciding someone else's weight loss journey, so I need some help. My wife is in her mid-30s, weighs about 300 pounds, and has a mostly sedentary life. We cook at home and eat fa- uh, fairly healthy, but there's always room for improvement. We have an elliptical, a bo- blow, uh, Bowflex Blaze, that's a uh, tongue twister, a Bowflex adjustable dumbbells um, uh, at the house. 
help me dumbbells, help me get a good routine together that she can start on and we'll be able to scale when she gets more fit. Um, always a fan, Aaron. Uh, well, good for you guys. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, good for you. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for your wife and and what she wants to get out of this, she, she's going to get. Um, she's got you as a good uh, reference point of possibility. And I, I say that cooking healthy and doing that together is a huge step in the right direction and probably the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what jumps out to you, Mark? Well, my first thought was like, well, what if go on a walk? I don't know, go for a walk every night, maybe after dinner, help yeah. ease the digestion, like just get moving in any anything you could do. Yeah. It's the same thing um, when I talk to people about like writer's block. I always say like, well, write anything. Like just make a list of like Batman villains you'd like to see or something. Like just do something yeah. just to get the ball the rolling. Joker. Oh, no, that one's already. <laughs> what else? Riddler. What else? No, um, a woman that's into cat. The cat woman. woman. <laughs> yeah, the woman. <laughs> Scariest villain uh, of all. <laughs> uh, just do something I think would be a good start. And also, what did you do? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um in drawing something up, so it seems like maybe, and you don't say where you guys live, I don't think, um, or your social. I need both of those. Because mm. uh, I'm just wondering what the weather's like, if it's going to be a cold winter, if you'll be able to get outside. Because oh. I do like your idea on the walk. A walk is a pretty gentle way to get things started. We walk, go to the mall. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a good way that you can start promoting self-efficacy. Because it's like, okay, I, I want to start exercising. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you're like, I got to do weights, I got to do core, I got to do cardio. And then it's like, you know, you do it for a couple of days and it's it's too much too soon. Well, you've made the stakes so high. Like you yes. got to lower the stakes. Yeah. Make it easy. Right. So I think a walk is a good way to where it's like three times a week, I'm going to do a, you know, 10 to 20 minute walk. And that's how I'll start. And as long as you, you do that, as long as you need to, to make it a routine, and then once that starts to become easy and you start to look forward to it, then you add on to that. You can either add more to the walking or you can add in a weight lifting component. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and I think, I, again, like uh, parroting what Mark said, um, starting, you know, starting small. So you could, like I was telling him, body weight squats, great way to start. So that's, you could use a chair from like a seated position and you literally go from seated to standing. And you could do three sets of 10 on those. Oh. And that's it. Three sets of 10. You do your squats. What if it's a deep couch? <laughs> a deep couch could work. Um, the, you know, the problem with that is that like you, it's tough to like uh, get a consistency in movement. <laughs> right. Oftentimes, if the couch is real deep, I always, I stand up a different way each time. Is that why it's called a lazy boy? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Uh, but I think like, you know, using a chair with like a- like Kitchen a, chair. Kitchen chair with like a firm back, you know? And then that helps you kind of, you know, keep the weight out of your knees, you know, and like you you can execute like the squat in perfect form. So I think, you know, incorporating legs. So I would say do that squat and then uh, and then using like your dumbbells, you could do, you know what? We, we talk about this on the show all the time, push, pull, squat. You know, you could do like bent over row, you could do an overhead press and you can do a bodyweight squat. Mm. And I would say in the range of like three sets of 10 on each of those lowest lightest weights possible once a week for the weights and then you know two to three times a week for the walk and then start there and then you can easily scale up from that and then as always uh completely eliminate any liquid calories that you're having and i also think that it would benefit you guys to both of you guys 
to um, audit your diets. And if you need to do that separately from each other, sometimes if you're too couply on things, mm. it can create resentment and weirdness. And if somebody wants to take the night off and the other person's exercising, then it's like, that creates like a weird battle. Well, am I bad for doing it? You're that yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. And it's the person that's still exercising gets right. mad or the person that's not gets mad. So you need to make sure that you're independent enough. And I think, you know, maybe even looking into bringing in like a third party. Uh, <laughs> a throuple. Yeah. Ryan, this yeah. advice is taking a turn. Ooh, la la. But maybe like a trainer, you know, so that she's sure. hearing it from this trainer and that's not necessarily from you. Um, that could help things and too. And the best you could do is just give her endless love and support. Yeah. Yeah. Just let her know you have her back no matter what. Yeah. I like that. I, I think that's paramount. And then they say they have an elliptical? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the freaking elliptical. Make so you watch Netflix on your phone. You got no excuses. Yeah. So uh, that can be a weather thing too. Yeah. You know, like, so if you are in an area that's that's cooler than uh, sunny California, like where, where we are, um, you can use the elliptical as kind of your, uh, your hike or walk proxy. Um, and then that's also, you know, if she's having like any kind of back or joint issues, you know, sometimes if people haven't, you said that she's been leading a relatively sedentary life, you know, elliptical, elliptical is pretty low impact on the joints. So that can be a good ramp up into, you know, more consistent Mm. outside duration, cardio walking, you know, using those joints, but, um, don't be afraid to do some weights too, to start with, but just make sure that it's very, uh, reasonably paced and how much you're adding on and that the weights are, you know, uh, an appropriate beginner, beginner level, especially for somebody that's been sedentary and even keeping it at like once a week, easy, achievable, attainable goals. And, uh, yeah, you can look into like the, my fitness pal app to kind of audit your diets and kind of figure out what you're doing food wise. And then if, um, you're not getting the results that you want for fast enough, then you re-audit those diets. Mm. But it's tough to know where you're starting if you don't have any kind of baseline. And I personally, I don't like to write down what I'm eating. I don't like to I don't like to look at it that way. I like to watch what I eat, but I don't like to fucking write it down. <laughs> no? Uh, no. It's, but some people really do. Some people kind of light, lights up something in their brain. They kind of gamify it a I little bit. I think gamification is a big, like that's for my finances. I got that Mint app mm. and that like changed everything. Like, I've heard about if that. If you show me a pie chart of my money, I'm into it. <laughs> But if you just show me a spreadsheet, I couldn't care less. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a pumpkin pie chart with some whipped cream <laughs> Thank on that you. Here. Hello. Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I loved you writing in and I love the question. And it, keep up with us. So write back and let us know how that goes. And if you need something even more specific, we could, but we might need some more information about your wife. Um, because Any parting words for them, Mark? Um, just have each other celebrate the successes and don't make too big a deal about the setbacks. Great. Let's wrap this thing up. Mark, what do you want to plug? Well, there's that Fantasy Flicks podcast. If you want to listen to that, great. Um, yeah, anywhere uh, podcasts are found. As far as I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I have no information. Um, okay, great. And then I'm on Twitter and Instagram. At, at Mark Rennie? Just Mark Rennie. M-A-R-K-R-E-N-N-I-E. Awesome. Real easy. Uh, on behalf of myself, oh, real quick, if you want to get us, we're at, at the Dumbbells uh, across all social media. And again, that website or that uh, email, I should say, is askthedumbbells at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Positive, negative questions or brags, let us know. On behalf of myself and Eugene, uh, shooting a hilarious TV show somewhere in Los Angeles, California, and our wonderful guest today, Mark Rennie, we'd like to remind, and Marissa, who provided some important Pokemon information today, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live. Do you know the rest? Uh, in the middle? In between. In between. Yes. <laughs> but that's the very Mark Rennie way to say it. <laughs> Thank you.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.